Just some podcast media. I came from the mud. There's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree. There's roots where I stand. Oh, I've been running from the law. Hope they won't shoot me down soon. I'm your hostess, Pollyanna Amazing. Thanks for joining us today. Just a reminder, we're a part of the Just Some Podcast media family, which includes Just Some Podcast for Advanced Practitioners and Nurse Papa. Today, we are going to have a pretty cool show. I've invited my awesome friend, Jordan, who, um, you know, kind of cute little guy that we have over here today, girls, so... If you haven't got a chance to watch the video, please do. He's a sweetie. But I had a um, a listener messaged in and said, hey, can we talk about some more interesting topics? And this guy's name is Charles Ramirez. And he wants to know about sexual fantasies. Why don't we talk about them after we get into relationships? Like when you're in a new relationship, you totally talk about fun and cool things. But then after you start talking marriage and that sort of thing, that stuff goes out the window. So my friend Jordan is going to, uh, we're going to discuss that today. So Jordan, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I just thought I'd introduce Zoe for those who are watching the video as well, since she's here on the bed. Um, I'm well. Thank you for asking. Well, I'm somewhat glad that you're well. So Jordan and I have been on the phone back and forth (laughs) texting all morning about what kind of cool things that we might bring up during this conversation. I'm telling you, I've been trying to record this show since, I don't know, early this morning. It's not worked out so well because I keep, you know, for anybody out there who knows me, you squirrel, that's it. (laughs) Little ADHD going on this morning, but we are finally here and we are ready to go. So, Jordan, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Uh, So, I'm Jordan. I'm a fire medic as well. I moved from Colorado, born and raised out there Um, in my 30s. I've been here in Washington for about six years. And uh, I'm kind of a weird dude, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) call you weird dude i think you're i like you i think you're awesome. i mean compared to like the your average oh you're not average for sure right that's what makes me weird <laughs> i don't think you're weird at all so jordan you are a would you call yourself a fire medic yeah is that what is that the term now firefighter well, I mean, paramedic say, yeah and then you just say fire medic it makes it easier Fire medic. I like it. I don't know in all these years that I've known firefighter paramedics that I've ever called anybody fire medic, but it sounds like it fits. It sounds pretty cool. So uh, (laughs) that's awesome. So Jordan, let's get on this subject. 
What? So what I do think, you think about this? Yeah. The the first thing that comes to mind, you know, just talking this morning with you about it is yeah. a question that you ask people a lot is like, when do you fart in front of your oh, new yeah. girlfriend or your mm-hmm. spouse? And some people are married for years. My mom's one of those people who's like, she never fart in front of my stepdad. Right. She would never, you know, let anyone know that she pooped. She was very <laughs> like secretive about all that stuff. And I think that that to me speaks volumes about like, when are you going to tell your new girlfriend or maybe your new wife that like, hey, I want to, I want you to choke me. Yeah. Like that could scare them away. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you don't want to scare them away. That is for sure. I've um in in my personal experience <laughs> that might have been an issue um when you're trying new things or trying to be cool and or at least trying to be adventurous. Sometimes things don't go like as fun as as you think it might. So I've had that whole um yeah, I've had this discussion with a, a bunch of different partners. So with you um, being raised by a woman who doesn't like that kind of thing, like very secretive, very private. How does that filter over into your sex life? Do you think? Uh, I definitely had a, a, a very interesting intro into sex. I would say, you know, I think I'm like everyone else where like I had my first like real sexual experience in my teenage years. And like, I remember having of course we all remember having my first like losing my virginity and having sex with a girl and being like that was fucking gross not like she was gross but like the whole experience of like the sweat and the smells and the stickiness and i didn't i was like no more of that i didn't want it and so for like five years four or five years afterwards i was like blowjobs only ladies like i am not gonna get into the stickiness and smells which is very very weird and unfortunate for those women that had to go through me not wanting to essentially put out for them but (laughs) that's very interesting I don't think I've had anybody on the show that's brought up that fact that they thought you know most people that come on the show are are all about like all gung-ho sex 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 who gets to do more, who gets to do better things or whatever, but you actually had a little aversion, which is, is definitely different. There's nothing wrong with it, but you know, being raised by a mom like that might be an issue that caused you to have those thoughts or just that experience. So, Oh, that's so, that's so interesting that you're saying that. So tell me, how did you get over that? You know, after a while, I think just, meeting more girls and and developing more of those relationships, I would like, okay, I guess I'll get weird with you. And, you know, we can make those smells and get sweaty, but I'm going to take a shower like right afterwards. (laughs) And that's what kind of got me more comfortable with expanding into that stuff. And I think, or at least I hope, that everyone had that experience where like you're just naked and intimate with someone, just kind of like, you know, figuring out what's good what's not like is this okay and now i'm definitely to the point where like i'm very very comfortable with myself and my skin other people and their skin you know i i think that if you're gonna argue you should be naked you should argue (laughs) naked because like it your distractions are gonna go away and you're gonna realize what's important you're like you know what i don't care if you burn breakfast let's fuck like (laughs) (laughs) not even mad anymore 
Not even mad. Not even mad. I think that that would cause a little bit of laughter if nothing else. Um, that's such a good idea. What what a smart thing to say. So um, I, I'm really that's that blows me away that you just said that because it's true. You we have all these false pretenses about relationships, and we always compare ourselves to everybody else, no matter how hard we try. Like. So your advice to people would be get naked, fight about it, fight it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a I've good... done that a few times where like we get mad about something and I'll be like, no, get in the shower right now. Like we're going to have this conversation in the shower. And the argument solved so quickly. No sex happened afterwards. It was just like a quick, short argument. Like, I'm sorry. You're sorry. I forgive you. We hugged it out. Got out of the shower. It's fine. And it's just like, dude, I got to do that more often. Like, how do I convince? <laughs> how do you convince people to do that? That's awesome. So this girl jumps in the shower with you and says, okay, that's cool. You, but <laughs> do you have trouble communicating outside the shower or are you good on that level as well? I'm pretty good at communicating. My biggest problem personally is that like I default to um, either like anger or um, just like a wall. So yeah. I'll just kind of like once like I'm in trouble, then I get very calculated and emotionless where mm -hmm. I'm like, you're correct. I did something wrong. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't do anything for anyone. Right. <laughs> I'm right. Like, but I did. I said the words, but I'm working But you on didn't that. mean them. Actually, my <laughs> one of my last uh, guests said the same thing. He was like, you know, we go through the motions. I say, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But I don't mean it. I don't care. I'm not really sorry, you know? And that's an interesting thing because we do often, I think a lot of times, just for the sake of trying to be civil and you're trying to say things like, I really hate it that you're hurting, but really I don't feel like I did anything, but I'm going to tell you I'm sorry anyway. Sorry. But the intention's yeah. not there, so the feeling's not there. So moving past that and, and when you're in a relationship, how best is it to bring up these weird and odd fantasy things that you're wanting to talk about right for me I'm you know the things that I've done in my lifetime I pretty much am an open book when it comes to my friends family know that you want to talk about sex I'm all about it they don't want to always <laughs> but I'm really right there to talk to you about it so I have never had a problem with saying, I would love for you to do this. I would like to do this to you. I would like for us to do this together. Um, I've not had that problem, but I think that I didn't have a realization that I wanted to even ask those questions in the beginning of my relationships when I got married to my first husband, because I was trying to figure out what the hell a wife is anyway. Other than, you know, you live with somebody that you like to hang around with and you get to have sex and, you know, but life happens. <laughs> what else happens after that? Right. So what is your experience in that? Tell me some stories about what's going on. So I think for me, kind of breaking the ice on that. Yeah. It's like once you figure out kind of what you want to do, like then like saying like, okay, so we, I got to have sex. So we'll bring up what we talked about earlier. Like, you know, I was with this girl who I was absolutely head over heels for and felt like I was lucky just to see her naked. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to mess that up at all. I was lucky that she held my hand. And so like when the time came, when I was like, you know, 
six, eight, nine, sixteen months later, and I was like, you know, um, you can put your mouth on my peepee, you know, like just super <laughs> like beat around the bush about it. But I, th- what really I like to do more is kind of have you start being like, so what else do you like? Like, do you, are you like, do you like this missionary? Do you want to do something else? Like, let's get let's expand that, you know, what, what have you, what are your fantasies? And and that can kind of help open it a little bit. But if you're like, Hey, what are your fantasies? And she's like, Oh, you know, do it in the kitchen. And you're like, okay, we can do it in the kitchen, but like, what else? You know what I mean? Like I'll wear a fake mustache. I'll shave this real mustache and wear a fake one. Like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, what we doing is great. That to me can be defeating. And then I don't want to tell them that like, yeah. I want to I want to get toys in the bedroom. I want to gotcha. I want to get record this. I want to do whatever. I think I have seen a lot and I've had people say this to me. Why would I ever want to learn more about doing it? The actual physical act of sex. You teach about sex, you teach about tantra. Why would I want to even do that when I think what I have right now is okay? And I often tell people, you know, <laughs> It's just like when you find something really good to eat that you've never tried before. I was just going to bring up a food one. (laughs) You can totally say that. Like, that is exactly the thing. Like, I used to tell the people, we used to joke around at work um, and say things like, well, you never knew you liked pizza until you liked pizza, right? Until you tried it. (laughs) Um, There is something to be said about variety in life. And it's not to say, and again, people get shamed and feel terrible when you bring up those subjects. Like I'm happy having my normal male, female, heterosexual one night a week encounter and we're good. And my husband's happy. I'm happy, whatever. But really, honestly, variety is the spice of life. They say, what's your thoughts? (laughs) I agree. Um, go back to, again, the conversation we had earlier. I was with a girl and she's like, Hey, uh, I'm into anal play. And I Mm -hmm. was like, I've never done anything like that. And she's like, well, don't worry. I, I, I'll show you the way. And I was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. And I was very, this is when I was just getting comfortable having sex. And now she wants me to put it in her pooper or in her butt, whatever. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, I had so many questions, you know, like, is it, is it clean? Is it sterile? And you know, everything that you can think of is going on. And so big part for that, for me, it was like the experience itself. Great. Wonderful. Felt good. She was super happy. I was still trying to figure out if I was happy. And then really afterwards I was like, okay, so now what? Like, I just asked so many questions and she was like, dude, you, do you know how to use the internet? Because you should Google this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But since I've learned that now, mm-hmm. once I'm with someone for a little bit, you know, I want to explore their kinks, fetishes, and right. just see like, hey, have you tried this yet? No. And I'd be like, okay, great. We should try it. And you should see if you like it. Trust me. It's going to be safe. If you're uncomfortable, please tell me. And just setting those ground rules out of like, let me try this with you. Let me try choking you. And if you don't like it, tell me right away. And if you right. do like it, like I can do that because let's I want to make you happy. Right, right. It's it's kind of like um, right prior to the show, guys. I don't know if anybody out there has ever heard of anything called the vajankle. By the way, um, it's a fe- it's a fetish toy 
and it is an actual it looks like a severed foot with a vagina in what would be the calf part of the leg um although is a um it's <laughs> i don't even know what to say about it for me personally that is a disturbing thing but if somebody out there has a foot fetish and that is something that helps them i'm not opposed to it again it's not something that i'm just like oh i'm gonna run out and buy that right now because it's so cool that's not the end of the spectrum that i would like to hit on today um but it's you know it is very difficult if if my husband came home and said i would like to have um some unusual toy come into like backing up to backing up get it um we're backing <laughs> up to the website that we that I, I saw the other day a friend of mine let me know about because she's looking for a dildo in the shape of tentacle so if my husband said hey i'd like to bring a tentacle dildo into our sex play i would have to laugh number one because <laughs> That's how I communicate. My, when I'm uncomfortable, I start laughing. So although sometimes inappropriate, years of working in the EMS and, and in the ER, it makes you <laughs> just like, oh, that too? Okay. Then you just giggle about it and walk on. Um, but honestly, I, I would have to say, well, really? You like that? Do you? <laughs> you never told me you like that. But he really, we do communicate well, like, not a whole lot of people communicate as well as we do, as I have seen, but it's still a, a touchy subject, right? Because I'm thinking, well, what the heck? He's never told me he likes tentacle porn before. <laughs> why not? Um, why not add it? Why, why, why not talk about it? Because it gets really tough. Sometimes people can't, people get super sensitive. I've gotten super sensitive over certain things. And then I totally shut down, put the wall down and then don't talk to me. For however long I say you can't talk to me. And so I understand that. And that's a little bit difficult. Have you ever had a girlfriend that was able to, or even, you know, whatever partner, have you had a partner that could say to you, I would love to add in sheep. <laughs> Let's do this. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, you have. Yeah, I have. Um, I've had not specifically sheep, but okay, um, just checking. I have in, who's been like, Hey, I want you to do this to me. You know, I want you to, to, I think choke is such an easy one right. to, to add That's, in Yeah, exactly. because, um, I mean, and fill that in listeners with whatever you want other than choking, but choke is just such an easy one where like you want to be choked, but it's not something you're going to bring up at the dinner table, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and like, I feel that from either perspective, from, the woman's perspective where she could be like, well, I don't want to tell him what to do or the man's perspective. Be like, she's not going to tell me what to do, mm -hmm. but having that openness trust, I think is the biggest part of all of this That's and huge. being open and just saying like, Hey, I want you to choke me. And if it's in the heat of the moment, honestly, that's when I want to hear it. But if you tell me beforehand too, great. But <laughs> if I forget, give me a reminder, just be like, you know, a couple minutes in look back. Hey, can you don't forget the, Tap in. <laughs> yeah, tap, tap in. Put your, give me your hand. Put it here. Squeeze harder. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Which is great. I think that's the way it should be. And that, I think, is where I learned how to ask for it. And so now I wrote down here, um, mm -hmm. 
I find myself wanting to push those limits with people yeah, and not in like a bad way where I'm just like, Hey, what do you want to do? But like, mm-hmm. what do you really want? Like really th- give it a couple of days thought and whatever you want to do, like, let's try it. Like I'll tie you up. I'll go to the store buy whatever. Like, let's get weird. Let's explore some weird shit because why not? Cause I'm a fire medic and I can tie knots. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> if you pass out, I can bring you back. Don't worry. Right. I know how to do that. That's right. <laughs> Listen, there's no, there's no fun in having this amazing sexual encounter being choked and then your partner passing out. That's also not something that people want to see. It's a, it's a deal breaker. It's kind of a game changer, kind of, you know, throws a flag on the field. (laughs) It's also no fun getting choked when somebody like, and knowing how to do it. Like when someone just pushes on your windpipe and chokes you that way, like that's not how you choke someone. If you didn't know you can Google this stuff to figure out how to safely and appropriately choke somebody. You want to squeeze on the side, not on the windpipe. Did you ever think that you'd have a conversation about how to safely choke somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that now that I'm sitting here thinking in kindergarten, when I thought I was going to be the best nurse in the whole entire world, <laughs> I was never going to have a conversation on how best to choke somebody for their pleasure. That's right. <laughs> I've had a conversation with a patient about like uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you never, I call it a danger wank. Uh, uh-huh. You never danger wank by yourself. Yeah. You always have to have a spotter because that mm-hmm. otherwise that's how we show up and have to tell your parents what happened, which is right. nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. You got to have a spotter, a safety device, a way that like you can release it mm-hmm. so it's safe. Safety. Safety, communication, teamwork. That's what we like around here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is the greatest. So talking more on the long along the line. So in the past, I know personally, I've been married three times. The listeners out there will know that. And I will honestly say the relationship that I'm in now is the most communicative. And so, you know. Sorry for the other two husbands that I've had that we didn't get (laughs) that opportunity to communicate as well as we could have, because I feel like we would have been better partners now that I'm older. Now that I've had these, you know, relationships, I am better equipped, I think, to handle those situations. You haven't been married before, correct? No. Still single, ready to mingle. (laughs) And (laughs) when you, you know, it's a little bit different in a casual relationship, you know, like we're talking about friends with benefits or, you know, just somebody that you, you hit up every now and again, whenever you're feeling lonely and they, they're down with it too. It's different to be able to talk about sexual fantasies with those kinds of people because you haven't married them, thought about having kids with them or, you know, like extended life. So it's all cool and it's fun and it's new. So it's exciting. But when you you get that marriage certificate, then you have those kids and then you go on, you know, it's like, or even if you don't have kids, you share dogs, whatever, whomever your partnership is with. You know, you, you throw in those extra little things and shit gets weird, right? Like you can't, you don't feel like you can tell them stuff sometimes based on the fact that you've changed roles. You're not just that, the cool guy that comes over every other week to eat pizza, watch a movie, and then have sex afterwards. Um, you're actually somebody who has to take responsibility for things. <laughs> 
And that part sucks because then it's not that you lost that thought that you still like to do crazy kinky kinds of things. It's still there in your mind. How do you bridge that gap? If you can't talk to your partner about it, what's your suggestion for that? I think a lot of times, you know, people talk about you can't have like a good relationship and good sex. You can have Mm -hmm. one or the other. Right. And whenever you talk to most people, the best sex they've ever had in their life has always been like the most toxic relationship they've ever had in their life. (laughs) And I feel like we have this connection between the two of like, I want to say this right. We're like, man, I respect you so much that I'm going to take the trash out, be responsible, consider your emotions and everything. And by doing that, I'm not going to ask it if I can put it in your butt later, you know, because that's disrespectful when it's maybe it's not. Maybe that's what she's been waiting for. You know, like I think Mm -hmm. that you need to make the appropriate disconnect between the bedroom and everything else, because having that good sexual relationship is only going to strengthen your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being able to trust that person. I, it makes me so sad knowing people who are embarrassed or uncomfortable to be naked around their spouses. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? You should all, you should be naked around them all the time. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you should always be comfortable in your skin. You should always uh-huh. be able to tell them like, Hey, you need to go down on me tonight. And that's all we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And he says, yes, ma'am. Okay. And he says, okay, yeah. I'll bring that. You got yeah, it. Okay. I'll bring turn. the towel. Let's go. Right. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> I'll bring it. Anyway, I think you're right because we let that slip away and, and it, it's detrimental to relationship because there's that whole part of the relationship that is based on honesty. But then you remember back before you got married that you really liked this one porn site. So you hit on it for a day, sneak in the bathroom, (laughs) do whatever guys do when they look through porn while they're using the bathroom for hours. (laughs) You got that whole thought, but you can't tell your wife about it because she might get upset because she had a baby. She's a little, you know, a little bit thicker than she might have been before she had the baby. So she's feeling self-conscious. So we're basically running these little microcosms of, of universes in everybody's home of how can we politically correctly speak to our, our significant other when all it is is just being real with each other. Um, I think the world could take a, a note on that as well. Just, just being real. Be real with yourself and you cannot be offended that way. Know who you are. Be who you are. Don't just portray that. If you have fantasies, let somebody know because you're going to, you wall yourself off. Just like we said earlier, you, you get that. I'm just going to shut down and then fuck Mm -hmm. it. It doesn't matter. I'll do what I want. You do what you want. And then you end up getting divorced or split up or whatever, or the relationship stays and it's just not as fulfilling as it could have been. Had you taken the time to talk about weird or not weird sex things that you are requiring or asking of somebody else and it's like you said it's weird or not weird it's not weird it's just right not not what society or what we were taught is the basic missionary you know what is that i saw the other day like the average is like seven minutes of sex is the average i was like you fucking you poor women 
Yeah, right. You poor I man. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe you guys. Seven minutes? Like, oh man. Yeah. Um, that's, that's that's one of the reasons why I teach multi-orgasmic uh, practices <laughs> because women sometimes do get the the short end of the stick. Anyway. <laughs> that's so I got, simple. I got busted. Right. Gotcha. She like found my like. Um, she found evidence that I had masturbated and watched porn, right? What? Long term relationship, and Painful. she's like, "Did, did you masturbate? Rewatch porn?" And me being comfortable with everything, I was like, "Yeah, you've been gone, and we haven't had sex. Like, what do you fucking expect from me to just hang on? Like, no, I had to get it out. You know, right. you can't walk around with a loaded gun. You don't know what it's like to be a guy." It's, your brain processes things completely differently when you don't have a bunch of semen in you just ready fucking so (laughs) So i i told her i was like yeah i did and she was like what do you mean i was like you don't masturbate when i'm not around she's like well and i was like i know you have more than one fucking dildo Mm -hmm. you're telling me you never you haven't used them in the whole time we've been the years we've been together she's like Okay, well, I have. And I was like, why are you being weird about it? Like, it's fine. It is fine. I think a way to kind of break the ice in the scenario that you were just talking about, like, maybe wife's had some kids, husband's doing some internet searches in the bathroom. I think sharing what you guys are searching is a great way to break the ice. It's like, hey, you send me a porn, I'll send you a porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do Twitter porn days at my house. (laughs) What kind of chicks you been looking at on Twitter porn today? Oh, you know, the huge. That's what I get, the huge. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things in the beginning, so I have not always been as, as open and liberal as I am about things. One of the things in the beginning, I started, you know, when you're in a relationship, and my husband knows all this, it's not like this is a secret, but, you know, I was, I'd gotten out of two marriages. I was like, dude, pay attention to me. That's it. I, I don't need all this other stuff. And so it was really funny because he would keep, you know, guys have their ways of keeping their porn allotted to this section or this section or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Folders, files, whatever. So deep, deep in my computer, you'll never find it. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> but at one point in time, I actually was looking through his phone just because I was having one of those lady moments that I couldn't ask him because I knew he wasn't going to tell me the truth. So I looked through his phone and I was devastated at hmm. all of these beautiful, you know, size two models, porn stars looking gorgeous with their fucking perfect makeup and their hair and heels and things that I could never, like I couldn't physically put on <laughs> ever. Um, and I felt so shitty for that. Like, I felt like he betrayed me beyond betrayal at that point, you know? And I said to him, and this was before we've, you know, had our um, major breakthroughs of things. I said to him, you know, I'm, I'm so very sad that you think that these women are more beautiful than me. And he said, what are you talking about? I don't think they're more beautiful than you. It's just chicks to look at. Just should I look at? That's it. Don't get so crazy about it. And I'm like, but, but why do you like to look at that? I don't fucking know. I'm a man. I like to look at naked ladies. I like to look at boobies. What? There's, there's no difference. And I said, well, how come there aren't any like other kinds of ladies other than these hot 
porn ladies. Why don't you look at ladies that look like me? And he said, well, fuck, I never thought about it. So now he looks at all of them. (laughs) (laughs) But in that, in that moment, me thinking back, you know, after I started becoming a sex educator and that sort of thing, I had to think really hard about how, what my take or my stance is on that in life and in the world, you know, because I cannot help how I perceive, or I mean, like, sorry, saying that backwards. He cannot help how I perceive what he's doing. He's doing it because he does it for him and and vice versa. So his perception is, I'm just looking through some bitches on the phone, like just to pass the time. It doesn't have anything to do with me wanting them or whatever. I just like engage, engaging and looking at, beautiful naked ladies sure well damn it took me a minute to figure that 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 was okay that he really wasn't doing anything and it's kind of strange because i still did that you know i talk to women all the time and they're like uh porn it's gross i don't want my husband or my my significant other looking at it and listen i've had lesbian couples that i'm friends with too that same deal (laughs) like one will look at porn one doesn't like it's the same thing Um, I, I just think that once you see something like that, like stop looking on, uh, on your significant other's phone for one, trust Mm -hmm. them or get out of the relationship. Um, it took me a minute to figure that one out, but I'm, I'm there. Also, if you know, you just have to, you have to be real with yourself. So if you know that you're this amazing person, then fucking own it, own it, that you're that amazing person. And if you think something's going on, then get out of the relationship. If you can't communicate with the person, that's what I think. Yeah. yeah. I think it's big. I think that um, if for the, I'm sure small portion of your audience that doesn't like watching porn, I assume everyone who's listening to a sex podcast <laughs> watches porn. But for those of you who don't, I think that you guys should give it a, a try. And cause there's so, there's so much porn out there mm-hmm. that there's something out there for you. And granted there's some stuff that's going to make you uncomfortable and there's stuff that you're going to be like, Whoa, Whoa, you can do that. Like yeah. just, <laughs> and like you're saying, sometimes I'll like be in my living room, drinking coffee, eating breakfast, just watching porn on my phone. Cause I'm, interested in the weird things that are going on on the internet i'm like what how many cups stop it when i saw that i literally physically became ill when i saw what is it called two two girls one cup is that it well there's that one that was i don't know the other one i don't even want to hear it it's so gross i mean like that was years ago so that's back when we had flip phones still for god's sake right one of my friends at work showed me that and i literally gagged i thought i was gonna puke because okay so whoever you are out there and i'm not trying to shame you but i know it sounds shaming because i just don't get it and i apologize from the bottom of my heart but that is not something that i want to ever get into i was just about to say i was like hey if that's your thing do it do it right but i'm i'm not there i'm i'm just not there on a personal level at all can't can't do it Mm -mm. just can't The other thing I was going to say is that was a big thing for me was I knew when I was like in that relationship, when I knew I liked that girl is when I went through my phone and I got rid of those deep porn files on my phone. I was like, you know what? No porn on my phone. That's how much I like you. 
Wow. But you know what? That's a really funny, that's a funny thing that you felt like you needed to do that. It's not funny. I'm just (laughs) not funny. Ha ha, but funny in in, an unusual, like what was the trigger that made you think, Oh, I like her. I don't want her to find porn on my phone. That's such a sweet guy thing, by the way. It's so cute. It didn't work. I should have just kept porn on my phone. (laughs) I was going to say, she's probably got like, oh, porn in her DMs like crazy. You never know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, what triggered, I want to know more about that. What were you thinking? I just was like, in my mind, I was like, I don't want. I don't want to be distracted by anything else because this is I'm going to really put all my eggs in this basket or rather semen in that egg basket. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really wanted to to give it all my all, you know, and be 100 percent about it. Like if I wanted to like watch porn, I wanted to look at pictures of her because I was just like this is she was I told her all the time. You're like, you're my 10. You're everything I ever want. Like that's what I was convincing myself of at the time and i just want like it, right you could you felt like you wanted to hide a part of yourself to be with this girl or at oh, least yeah. to make her feel yeah there's just so much <laughs> i try to hide about myself so to, to please her really <laughs> well so yeah. oh and, and so that just falls in line with what i was saying about having relationships my other two marriages prior to this one um was not having the ability to communicate because i hadn't learned it yet mm-hmm. and unfortunately it took me you know a few years down the line to figure that out but i'm a human being and i think all we want is love so we are willing to break our own boundaries a lot of the time just because we want to make other people feel like we love them or we want to be with them have you thought about how your boundaries have changed over the years since you're a little bit older than you used to be and you've been through a few relationships? Yeah. I think that speaks volumes, especially when I talk about how I was uncomfortable having sex, you know, yeah. I'm very all those years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now like uh, my not girlfriend that I told you about before we started, um, <laughs> you know, her, her and I have such an, a very open communication line that, right. you know, if she were to come over tonight, I could say, Hey, let's do some feet stuff. And she'd be like, Oh, uh, that's kind of, all right, fuck it. Let's try it. You know, she's yeah. just, it's very open. It's very like, okay, cool. Let's try it. I've never done that before. What do you want me to do? Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's a friends with benefits for those of you guys who aren't, psychic and know what i'm thinking but we're friends with benefits relationship that i have for about a year now and it's so unusual to both of us are in it that it's lasted as long as it has and we're able to just like comfortably have sex whenever we want and do weird things and then also like okay see you bye you know like there's no relationship attached to it it's like call her up hey you want to come over and and bang real quick or do some weird feet stuff or whatever and (laughs) sure comes over we have sex she pets my dogs i cook her food and then she leaves tonight Dude, for tomorrow. because you have to cook her food that's a law if you're giving well, it yeah. up somebody has to cook <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not a savage i love that about you i love that about you so going back to the whole friends with benefits thing i really um i i i sometimes equate 
polyamory with friends with benefits. And for those polyamorous people out there that are listening, I'm not trying to say that I'm an expert on polyamory, but to me, the meaning of that is that you can, you know, you're, you're in these relationships and it's okay. It's quite okay to, for you to have your friends with benefits. And then she has friends, other friends with benefits. And obviously she probably knows that you have, may have other friends with benefits. It's just one of those things that I, um, I think it's important that if you're in a relationship, in a relationship like that, that you take the time to make sure that you are communicating. When I had my friend Robert on a few shows ago, he talked about the, you're not just when you're in a polyamorous relationship or in an open relationship, like you're talking about, it's not just you and that person in that relationship. It's you and however many people are in that group Mm -hmm. that are all relating to each other. Right. And I think it's a really cool thing, but there has to be huge amounts of communication when you are in a relationship like that. Huge amounts because people get their feelings hurt and then it ruins everything and and nobody wants that. I mean, your goal in life is to feel loved and I'm hoping to show love. That's what I, loving kindness. That's what we do around here. A lot of loving kindness. And it's important that people are able to speak their mind, but I know, I mean, like there's a lot of work still yet to be had. The world is not (laughs) ready for (laughs) all open relationships all the time. That's just not a thing that can happen. It's just not a thing that people are ready for. No, I think you're right. You know, it's a lot of checks and balances and like sometimes I get a little worried and like her and I will have to have a conversation. I'm like, Hey, are we good still? Like, do you want me to buy you flowers? And we've talked about like, what, what would it look like if we took this to the next level? What if we were in a relationship and we held hands and we spent every waking moment together? Is that what we're both looking for? If not, then why not? And having that really, really raw conversation and not just once, but often, you know, I, I try to, think about having it like every quarter you know four times a year of like hey you good (laughs) you know what i like this is something that you can get down with i'm sure of it you know how before you end your shift you have to check your truck right (laughs) before this encounter ends let me check you out let me make sure are we good we good we good okay see you next time right see you next shift that's it (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, you're, you're so right about that in, in the fact that relationships need the communication. It's got to be there. It's got to be there. It's got to be there. And like I said, I think the mistakes that I've made in the past is that I made that check once. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I made it once and quick. Like, we're good. All right. See ya. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't check the tires. I didn't look under the hood. I just was like poked my head in the back was like, "We good? All right, see you tomorrow." Yeah. Yeah, you didn't check the ex- <laughs> expiration dates, did you? You got who got on no. the expiration dates because things expire. <laughs> they do and they change, you know? Yes, like yes. just because like again, I will go back to feet just cuz I'm into feet this week. I may not be into them in 2 months. Right. You know? Maybe in 2 months I want to be choked. I don't know. I don't know what, how things are going to change and evolve. And, and that's what I think is really important is one consent, huge consent for everything and then communicate and be honest and just 
explore, enjoy life because you don't want to eat the same salad every day. You want to have different salads. Meat oh my gosh. Sometimes. I'm so glad that you said that. Meat. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just like mushrooms. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Tofu. Whatever you got. Some, put some fruits in there. Whatever. A little vajankle going on. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm telling you right now that. This, it's disturbing to me on a different level. And I haven't figured out exactly why. I don't know if it's because I have actually seen severed limbs before or just the, like, <laughs> the vajankle makes me nervous. Just does. Just the re- <laughs> the it's realness? less the idea. It's the, it's more of the manufacturer and how, like, whose foot did they model that off of? Because it's perfect. It is it totally perfect. Really I know. I see real. the gleam in your eye. I know you're going to order one. <laughs> I want you to send me pictures of it. Just let a the bit. record show. She brought this up. I didn't bring this up. She showed me. <laughs> I showed him the vajankle only because I don't even know how I even know about this. Other than I think I might have been watching something like a Vice, like Vice show. Have you ever watched Vice? <laughs> they do all these discovery stories about everything, and they actually had a story about the human, the sex dolls, the you know the human sized sex dolls. Oh and I yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. may have been a part of that show, perhaps. But it's not like I don't watch weird and unusual things about sexuality <laughs> and porn stuff because I do. Um, my mom would be so proud of me saying this right now. <laughs> and if my sister's listening, don't you tell my mom this at all. <laughs> she doesn't want to. She didn't. She grew up in a different time. She does not want to talk about vajankles. But she would She would definitely have an opinion on it, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> so what is the most unusual sexual fantasy that you think that you have shared with another individual? Me personally, that I've shared with somebody that what I think is the most unusual. Pop quiz. <laughs> well, and I have a, a, an issue with these types of questions. As a healthcare provider, you know when someone says like, "Oh, what's the worst thing you've ever seen?" Oh, You're yeah, like, no. mm-hmm. "My worst thing changes. <laughs> right. Like your I, worst okay. thing to me might just be a Tuesday. You know, <laughs> my worst thing is that infected foot that's like hasn't been taken care of or what. Anyways." Gotcha. <laughs> Enough of that. Back to the sex talk. Um, I think the one that makes me feel the most uncomfortable, uh-huh. um, I don't have a foot fetish, right? Uh-huh. And this is, it's, I'm still trying to figure out how to talk about it. But like, sometimes I want to see your foot uh-huh. while we're having sex. Not like just like, hey, show me a toe. Oh, baby. But like, you know, I may need your position to where, like, I want to see your full body, everything, like, and, and I don't, it's weird for me to explain because I, yeah. every time I find myself talking about it, I just, I'm like, no, I don't want it in my mouth. I don't want it on my face. I don't want it on anything. Just like, it's, it's obviously, it's weird for me to talk about. It's okay. I don't mean to make that. <laughs> Sorry, I put you on the spot. I didn't make you think, I didn't want you to be uncomfortable, but. Okay, so that's your fantasy. And if you had, like, let's say 10 years down the road, feet are old. You're done with feet. Maybe right, you're married. Maybe you're Again, not. I've never had this before. Right. So it's a new thing for right. me. So I'm like, what is going so on? So maybe you're married. Maybe whatever. <laughs> maybe perhaps you're into microwaving fruit or melon. By the way, 
I'm bringing this up right now because he just told me this story and it blows me away in a so, um, like I'm not surprised way. <laughs> Tell me about microwaving melons. I have never done this again. It's in a couple of movies and like TV shows, but there yeah. are um, some creative ways that men try to masturbate mm-hmm. or ejaculate rather. And one of the more creative stories I've heard, and I oh, mean, I wish I knew, I want to say it's like, I can't think of the movie it is. Anyways, where like guys will uh, take a cantaloupe, cut a hole in it and throw that cantaloupe in the, uh, microwave for x amount of time and the story goes like you have to figure out the right amount of time because like the outside of the melon may be warm but the core of the melon because the way a microwave works will be like piping hot so you put your your junk in there and you get a third degree burn and you have to call the medics and they have to treat your your burned wiener oh my gosh they wouldn't treat it they would take you right to the er don't think it (laughs) you gonna put some burn salve on that form are you (laughs) i would i'm not i'm gonna treat him savage (laughs) poor little peepee needs some help oh my gosh that would be on reddit on the next morning you guarantee it factual dear dear reddit the nicest paramedic put this cream on my penis today (laughs) he says he's coming back tomorrow I love that. Oh my gosh. Oh, this has been the greatest conversation, Jordan. I'm having you back soon. We're going to talk about more (laughs) things. But to answer Charles Ramirez's question about sexual fantasies, why we don't talk about them, I think we've covered a lot of that reason. But I definitely think, Charles, if you think about it, um, it's really hard to see perspective from the other person's point of view it really is every time you say something it sounds good to you it doesn't necessarily translate that way to other people so unfortunately one of the one of the things that gets in the way of a good relationship is that ability to figure out how to communicate what you want my suggestion always is to play a game make a game out of anything like drawing pictures you know this is a really cool thing that my husband and i have done in the past and i'm gonna have to post these pictures because it's flipping hilarious we were fighting one day and so we didn't want to talk and but we were hungry so we had to go eat (laughs) and so instead of talking you know when you go to a mexican restaurant they give you the bowl of salsa and then you can get some hot queso as well so i was just you know eating my chips and queso and a little drip of queso dropped into my <laughs> into my salsa. And then I thought, oh, so I actually, Dave and I had a competition on how, who could draw the best with queso in salsa. And I have <laughs> an actual picture <laughs> that I took of my salsa, which um, kind of looked like, a, I, I called it my a dad face. It was just a round face, hair, whatever. He turns around and flips this bowl and it's a woman on her knees blowing a guy as I swear what the silhouette looks like. (laughs) Now, how the hell he ever did that? I have no idea, but I'm happy that he did because it's hilarious. And we started laughing at that point. So if you can maybe do a little game with charades about, can you guess what I'd like to do to you tonight? Right? Maybe that might be a thing to do. Or maybe Pictionary. This is what I want to do to you tonight. 
And if they're not down for it, at least you get a good laugh out of it. You know, <laughs> just try some, if you have been unsuccessful with just straightforward communication, or you're feeling frustrated about it, write it down, make a game of it, try to do something a little more creative. And I know men out there obviously can be creative because I've seen the vajankle for gosh sakes. <laughs> I can't get off that right now because it's just stuck in my mind. Um, I no, apologize. you're right. I think I think that's a great idea. You know, they make sex Jenga, right? Uh-huh. Which yeah. is not like sex twister. It's a Jenga tower where you pull the, the, the thing out, the Jenga block out, and it says something, you know, like kiss me on the neck or whatever just like sex dice you know and it says right. on one dice it says lick touch feel suck whatever and then the other one's a body part or something right. that's a great way to break the ice um you know plan out a date night of like hey let's do dinner and let's play a game afterwards and then she doesn't know or he doesn't know that it's gonna be a sex night um and if you don't have that opportunity because you got kids life's crazy or whatever text them text them when you're at work and just be like God, I can't stop thinking about you, you know, because everyone loves that feeling of like, damn, he wants me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then you can expand it like, man, I want you so bad. And then get them to tell you something. Because if you're too scared to break the ice, see if you can get them to, to help you do that of like, mm-hmm. tell me what you want me to do tonight. And right. then you can maybe slide in your exactly dark fantasy exactly and don't be afraid to if you've opened up a pandora's box with this (laughs) my (laughs) sweet friend wendy you know who i'm talking about pandora's box girl pandora's box but anyway (laughs) do whatever you can to make these last moments on earth pleasant you know we don't know if tomorrow is coming and my sweet paramedic friend here will let you know we don't always make it out alive, do we? <laughs> hey, if tomorrow's not coming, at least I'm going to be, you know? Oh, my gosh. You've been waiting this whole show to say that, haven't you? I love you it. You teed I me up. It. You set me up. <laughs> I did it on purpose. I love it. All right. So we are coming to the end of our time together, Jordan. Tell me, is there something else that you want to say to the entire world about sexual fantasies and talking about them trust trust your spouse trust yourself love yourself and communicate you know consent is key of course i think you can never say that enough but without saying for sure (laughs) if if especially if you're married and you're thinking about this and maybe your spouse doesn't know that you listen to these two weirdos talk about sex right now like (laughs) you've trusted this person for the rest of your life. So tell them, you know, just explore each other, explore life and enjoy every moment you have. I love it. I love it. And remember, just because you didn't like it 10 years ago, doesn't mean you wouldn't like it now. Just because you didn't like it with this person, doesn't mean you won't like it with that person. So be open, be honest communicate that's it oh my gosh jordan i love your face so much the more time (laughs) i spend with you the more time i want to spend with you this has been great i appreciate you thank you for being here but just as a reminder again you can find me 
and the awesome content of Buried Pleasures at buriedpleasures.com, Buried Pleasures on YouTube and Twitter. And you can find me at Pleasure Pathways on Facebook and Instagram. Jordan, I love you. Thank you so much. And your little puppy back there too. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good day. When it rains, it Water's up to my chin. Once I fight it to the very end. Many men try to reach it. Sunrise